In Your Money Today, Carolyn has a bit of a twist on leap year traditions for women. Good morning, Carolyn. Well, good morning. It is indeed a leap year and today is Thursday, the 29th of February, the day when in somewhat old-fashioned traditions, women can take the lead in romance and propose to their men. But of course, we talk finance here on Money Talk. So for a regular look at empowering yourself financially, I'm joined by Eleanor Coleman, who is principal partner and founder of the Financial Empowerment Group at St. James Place, to look at women taking control of their finances. Thank you for joining me as ever, Eleanor. Planning on a proposal? Uh, not today, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's kick off today's chat with a look at some of the common financial challenges that couples face in their relationship and particularly where women are concerned. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so today is traditionally when p- women take charge. And I think I am incredibly proactive on helping women to take charge of their finances. And a lot of people ask me, do you just deal with single women or do you just deal with women who hate men? Because I tend to do a lot of talks that talk about why a man is not a plan. I, um, I think that when we get together with someone... Money means different things to different people. So uh, money becomes your narrative. So whether it means safety or whether it means security or whether it means status. If if you won the lottery, would you buy a Ferrari or would you buy a house? All of these things come together and that becomes what you think about money and all our different um, experiences with our families and growing up. Good experiences and bad all come together to become what we think about money. And then we meet someone and go, yes, I love you. Excellent. Let's smash these together and hope for the best. So all, what I need, what I do with a lot of clients is talk about open communication, how to talk about money, and also how to um, bring the other half into the conversation. Because it's incredibly important as a family unit that both of you know what's going on. Yeah, in fact... You know, we're talking about traditions and not all societies are, you know, led by men. We have some, you know, female led societies where the woman makes all of the decisions. So how do you think, you know, women can take more of a role in making financial decisions, even if they aren't necessarily the, the biggest breadwinner in the household? Well, I don't think it matters whether you're a breadwinner or not, but it does matter that you know what things, what your money's doing. So you need to understand where your money is and why and what the purpose of any investments and insurances you have. Look, I adore my husband, but if he was hit by a bus, the last thing I'd want to do is look for his MPF or work out where his insurance is. So because I have it all written down, I know that if something were to happen to him or me, the other one would be all right. We would know what to do. Um, The other thing about um, Hong Kong is if something happens, you need to have some money of your own to be able to pay bills and things like that while probate and everything else happens. But it can also be uh, very empowering to know where your money is and what's going on. And it also puts you in a good position to stand up for yourself financially, but also in cases of divorce to know where things are and what's going on. So talking about that, you know, you're, I think you're absolutely right that having all sorts of things noted down about your family partner, everything like that is very, very wise. But in this day and age, do you think like things like having a joint account are a, a good thing or a bad thing? Or, or is it just personal preference? I think it's just personal preference. I deal with a lot of clients who, who have separate bank accounts and keep their money completely separate. And I deal with clients who have everything in joint names. I think it really depends on the relationship. Um, there can be reasons for separate accounts. 
accounts. But I do think it's very important to have separate credit cards and have a little bit of independence because you are learning about money when you are dealing with it. You can't deal with it just in a theoretical way. Um, it's not rocket science. So if you have a credit card and you pay it off every month, you understand about debt and you understand about borrowing. If you have an investment, however small or big, uh, you will learn about investing as you progress through it. And I think it's important for both, both sides of any couple to do that. So one of the things you mentioned earlier was the, the sort of financial security blanket that we should all probably prepare for our, ourselves, that, that kind of rainy day fund. And is that something that, you know, couples should be doing together or like you say, they should have their in own individual rainy day funds? Well, a bit of both. I mean, in, in all honesty, I think it's, it's good to have a little bit of your own money so that you know uh, that if something were to happen, you'd be covered. But also, um, I think post-COVID, I think we're all a bit ptsd and we're all a bit... Uh, uncomfortable with how um, you know money money became a real issue during COVID because people changed their spending habits. I mean, a lot of people spent a lot of time at home buying things online that they wouldn't normally do. And I think there's a bit of a legacy of that, of that spending habit that's, that's still around. And I think it's a really good time now that that's over, touch wood. Uh, we can now sort of reset our spending habits and reset the priorities in, our, in, in each household to know what we want to do. Having a joint... Um, goal is also very important as well. So knowing where you're going and what you're planning on spending money on is really important as a couple because it prevents people misunderstanding and spending things that they shouldn't or getting annoyed with their partner when they do. Let's move a bit more on to investing now. And I feel there's a perception that women don't necessarily have the confidence to necessarily make their own investments. Now, we've got International Women's Day coming up. It's another big event, another big thing about empowering women. How do you encourage women to get more involved in investing for their own future? Well, I um, adore International Women's Day. It's become more like an International Women's Month now. And I think uh, the events uh, that, 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 that go on are going on until pretty much the beginning of April. Um, I think it is a wonderful time for women to reassess and work out what they want to do. And, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? How can investments help you to get to there? Um, and do you want to do this? independently and feel like you're learning it's it's one of those things that um international women's day does put a highlight on women um but it's something we should all be looking at all year round and do you think it's good that women should talk together with their network of friends about this and you know again finances aren't things that you necessarily talk with your mates about down the pub but should you be doing that well it's very hard it, people are very um touchy about it's a very taboo subject really of talking about money because it, it opens you up to judgment if you say this is how much i've got in the bank some people will think that you're rich some people will think that you're poor and there's an immediate value judgment the brilliant thing about going to a financial advisor is that there isn't a judgment what i can do is look through and have a very honest talk with you about where you are now and where you want to get to and how we can work together to to form that plan and the important thing is not just to form a plan and then leave it and forget about it it's to evolve that plan as your life evolves so there's always unexpected things that come along um and it's it's having a plan that has the flexibility to evolve around your circumstances, but keep you on the right path. Uh, so, you know, almost like going to see the doctor if you think there's, there's something not quite right. Yeah, You absolutely. should go and see your financial advisor. <laughs> absolutely. It's good to have an, a, an MOT once a year at least, but uh, to have a regular check-in to say, look, this is what's going on. This is, you know, whether it's the bonus I've received, whether it's a job change, whether it's a family situation change, this is what's going on and this is um, what I need help with and how can you help me? 
Well, it's been brilliant as ever to speak with you today. That's Eleanor Coleman, who is principal partner and founder of the Financial Empowerment Group at St. James Place on this very special leap year day. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me.